Your herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is January the... I'll be saying it slow so y'all can help me out. 20th. 20th. Dr. January Martin 20th is my little day. That's right, man. How you MLK? forget what day Dr. Martin Luther King Day is? It's not always on the same date. Don't matter. You should have it on your calendar. You should have it on your phone. You should always know when MLK Day is. Yeah, that's right. You got to wear a do-rag anywhere in the world with no fear of, of retribution, man. It's a great day. Exactly. <laughs> well, unfortunately for me, I had to work. So we'll get into that, though. Mm. Oh, that's trash right there. Right. Very trash. So, as y'all can tell, I am the Black Ryan. I have Ghetto Phenom. Yeah, yeah. What's good? Box Wine Poppy. Howdy, fellas. Howdy. This dude went to the howdy. All right. <laughs> right. So, um, I guess the listeners won't know, but they'll, they'll hear this eventually. Uh, just so y'all know, I ain't edited the podcast from last week yet. So y'all going to get that podcast probably when it's normally supposed to be this one. And then this one I'm going to put out mm, Thursday or so. So yeah. Thursday night. So you get a double, double uh, episode. Double dose of week. the pimping. Double dose of the pimping. That's what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, back to back. So other than that, though, let's uh, get started. I ain't got nothing to hold our attention. Who want to go first? Any volunteers? Going once. I'll go ahead and knock it Going out. Going twice. Quick. I'll knock it out real quick. Paul. All right. It feels it feels like we literally just talked the other day. So ain't had ain't too much happened. But yo, uh, the weekend had, had the family. Uh, you know, my kid actually he's out of school today. Because of MLK Day, and he's out of school tomorrow for teaching, so he's got a four-day weekend, man. So this dude's nice. been chilling. So anyway, uh, Saturday, you know, it was, it was kind of, the weather was nice. Uh, my aunt was in town. We, we were hanging out. I've been talk, telling her I want, want to do this for a while. I said, I want to take the kid to hibachi. Let's take the whole family. Let's go. Let's do hibachi. But, you know, I, was, I remember when I was like a little kid, you know, they do all the little, the little tricks and stuff like that. So I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm I'm let my little boy, you know, see that. I think he's gonna like that. So let's let's go let's go do that. And you know, it's pricey, but we went and did it anyway. It was nice. I paid for everything, so now I'm poor, uh, but I took care <laughs> of it all. But so we had a good time. But my question to the black delegates is, like, what do you do when you're at the restaurant and you want the dude to really like, you know, get into his bag as far as all the tricks and stuff like that? But the dude really wasn't really serving it up. He did a little fire. He did a little a little mm-hmm. half. Uh, onion volcano and that was it he just called it a day he didn't do none of the good stuff and I just need to know like how do you like do I do I lay a 20 out on the on the on the tape in front of me in ones and like hey hey you see this you see you see this right here you know but I want the full works I wanted like the, the shrimp in the mouth pause I wanted you know I wanted the, the, the spinning <laughs> eggs you know the spinning egg thing the, the the stuff in the hat I wanted all that stuff he didn't give me none of that and so I just want to know what's the, what's the shrimp in the mouth what just like be, what are they, you serious? Man, you What's are trash, the Ryan. Have you been to a hibachi place before? Why I gotta be trash, man? Why do black and brown people, when somebody say they ain't done something, you immediately have to degrade them? Because you know, because they don't just have baby. Just answer the question. All I asked was, what is it? Because we know you ain't been in one because you, you, they don't have baby back ribs, so you don't go up in there. <laughs> I don't eat ribs anyway, so it wouldn't matter. What is the shrimp in the mouth, please? 
He, he, yeah, he, he mean, takes off the little tails and then he like flicks them with his little uh, spatula and he, he toss he, like shoots them into people's mouths like so he'll like <laughs> and he, it's basically like you know he, he like trying to get them in there so like you like here you go and he toss you one you try to catch it and, and you know it, it'll hit you in the eyeball and then toss you another one and it hit you in the forehead and then finally the third one you get you get it in man but some of the dudes they be really good at it man they can just hit like really? hit you right in the mouth yeah yo that sounds weird as hell. Ish, have you yeah. done it before? You've done this before, Ish. Yeah, oh and, yeah. Absolutely. And you felt like a total like, fool doing it. <laughs> it's almost like Sea World, you know, when you're seeing <laughs> the fish and the seal catch it in the mouth. But they do that uh, with shrimp. And uh, sometimes they'll do it with, you know, like mushrooms or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool because, like you said, everybody looks kind of like a fool when you do it, but especially if you catch it. That's just like the greatest achievement you ever made. It's like you win a state championship okay. or NBA championship because you're like, yes, I caught the shrimp on the first try. And uh, so, yeah, it's pretty dope. And to answer your question, Box Wine Poppy, I don't think that's ever happened to me where I've been at one of those and they did not do the shrimp toss. Uh, so I don't know how I would react, but I would definitely uh, have some words with him. I wouldn't pull out no money uh, because if you're not doing your job, I'm not about to – uh, tip you or entice you with cash just to right. do your job. So uh, we're going to have to have some words. I'm going to call a manager. I'm going to go full Karen on you. I need to see a manager, something, because I need to get the full effect of that hibachi. He was being cool, but I was like, you know, I was like, you know, it's 2020. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be less racist, uh, slightly less racist in 2020. But I was like, basically, want to say, you know, dance monkey without saying dance monkey. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I guess if that's if that's the part of the show that you're looking forward to, I get how you would feel if it if it wasn't happening. But that just seems goofy as a mug to me. But I guess if somebody at your table do it, it's probably pretty entertaining. I wouldn't uh, do it. I mean, we've had. I mean, just you know, in my life, I mean, over over the years going to different hibachis, you know, we don't go every year. But you know, it's been and it's been a few, obviously several years. So we never taken the little boy to uh, to one, but like. You know, some of them dudes be actually, you know, they be they be trying, man. They be you know tossing stuff in the hat, spinning the little eggs. You know, they be oh, they, yeah, be, they get busy. But this dude, all he did, he did like he did the, the little the little uh, onion volcano, which is like a standard. You got to have that. And then he did a uh, he just you know lit, lit you know did the big flame burst of flame at the very beginning when he's getting started. But that's that was other than that he didn't really do anything special. He just cooked the food up, and I was like. Oh come on, man! You gotta give us a little more now. We got a little kid. We got especially got you know if it's if it's grown ups, I guess you just just cook the food. But if it's little kids, man, you gotta you gotta put a little 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 extra sauce on it, man. That's all I gotta uh, say. We, if you got grown ups, you need extra sauce. Now I'll tell you why it probably has not happened to me. Because, and you can go back to the uh, episode where we talked about no limit to get a little visual. But St. Louis will boo people quick. You know, we like Philly in that regard. Well, we'll just start booing. If you're doing a poor job, I don't care if it's a concert, if it's a comedy show, or if it's at a hibachi place. We're going to boo you if you're not giving us the full service. So I mean, the whole restaurant probably. Like, they'll look at your table, and if he ain't performing, they're going to boo on that one, too. The <laughs> right. other table's going to boo for you. Yeah. Exactly. Ryan, you've never been hibachi, man? Uh, nah, there was some times that I had actually gone to one to go and every time like something happened or it was too long of a wait or something and I just, just never got back around to it and gotcha. I haven't, no, man, I have to gotta, go there with the wife, I guess, one gotta, of these days. Nah, man, you gotta take the kids, you'll be broke afterwards, but take the kids, I ain't man. taking no it's kids fun. to that. Nah. Oh man, it's fire, man, come on yeah, now. It's, it's kids cool. only go to Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> we actually went to one, uh, right around my birthday. Uh, 
because I think it was for my mother-in-law's birthday, which hers is a couple days before mine. So uh, we went to one with the family, had a good time. They did the shrimp toss. They did the, the, you know, egg in the hat or whatever in the hat. Like they did all that. And that's just always a, a good time. You get to pick, you know, whatever food you got. You get to pick yeah. all your sauces. Um, I do always find it interesting when people like won't do like the shrimp toss or when they won't do the fun games when they like uh nah i'm too cool like nah i don't want that now if you got an allergy or something if you can't eat shrimp obviously if you can't eat whatever they're throwing obviously but when people think they too cool like they don't want to look like a fool like that's the whole point of it so if you go to that place ryan do the shrimp toss you're gonna look like an idiot but that's like <laughs> the point of it this is going to be the one thing in life that I'm too cool for, and it's going to be catching shrimp in the mouth. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm cool. It's free shrimp, brother. What are you talking about? I don't man? care. Definitely <laughs> doing saying, that. I'm not doing it. No, I'm good. All right. You know what you're missing, man. So who's next, man? Uh, I can go next. So for me, uh, as you mentioned, we are recording on Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Uh, so I was off work, uh, you know, thankfully, working at a black newspaper. You got to give us MLK Day off. Uh, so I know last year uh, we actually were doing the podcast, so some of you can go back and listen to the episode. You know, I was an awardee at this uh, YMCA, local YMCA, got an MLK Tribute Award from a basketball ministry that uh, you talk about often, God Fan Ball. So this year... Actually, my nephew, uh, Sydney, who has his thing on Disney Plus, The Hero Project, talked about that. He was going to be an awardee at the same event. Um, but he got a call maybe a couple weeks before from Good Morning America. So right. uh, Good Morning America flew my nephew. They flew my sister out to New York. They said, we need you on MLK Day. Uh, so he was out there. So I did send the link. Yeah, I probably haven't had a chance to watch I saw that, it. On, I saw it on FB. Yeah, definitely check that out. His segment on Good Morning America, uh, Sydney Keys, Books and Bros. Shout out to him. But because he went out of town, they needed somebody to step in and accept the award at the YMCA. So I always go to this uh, breakfast anyway. This is my third, at least my third year in a row, maybe fourth. Uh, that I've gone to this event. So it was almost like I was playing for the Golden State Warriors and we had back-to-back <laughs> trips to the NBA Finals. So I got to go up on stage again, you know, accept the <laughs> award on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a great event. Shout-out to the folks. They changed it. it. used to be the Monsanto YMCA. Now it's the Bear uh, YMCA because, you know, Bear bought Monsanto. Uh, but just got to be okay. out there with a whole bunch of – black dignitaries politicians community members and not just black it's black and white folks there but predominantly black and just to be at that event to be able to accept that award and to be able to watch my nephew on good morning america you know my sister on good morning america uh it's just a a pretty cool feeling so shout out to all of those parties mentioned otherwise yeah, I just been uh, I just been chilling, man. So did you did you get a little spicy during the acceptance of, uh, speech? Did you you do like the Michael Jordan just start burning everybody that you know that dissed you in high school, college? <laughs> did, you, did you do that? Not not at an MLK event. You know, okay. if it, if it was on any other day, 
you know, I might settle some old scores, but, you know, MLK was about unity and peace and harmony, you know, so uh, we, we left that alone for today. Mm, which is why Ryan was giving me all the business this morning on the group chat, like just, just un, un, unsolicited uh, grief about basketball for, <laughs> for no reason on MLK Day. Yeah, the only, only thing I need them to change is that MLK breakfast is hella early. Mm. Like it starts at 7 a.m., and it's already about a half hour from my house, so I got to get up at like six o'clock. Oh, it's MLK no. day. I'm supposed to be able to sleep in. I need them to make it like a brunch. Right. Make it a l- around eleven, so I can sleep in on that day off. That's super late for a function with white people at it. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the late, the latest it's gonna be is eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, my alley. Eight a.m. Get it over with. Be done. White people was probably like, "Why this thing so late?" We got things right. to do. Even eight, gotta, eight would be a you know a little easier. I know they do it because a lot of people are you know maybe they still have to work or they're going to go out and do community service and stuff like that. So it's good to get it out the way. But I'm just not used to waking up that early, so it's a little rough. Mm, I get that. But for MLK, you know, I'd do it. Yo, if for six a.m., I probably been like, I can't make it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry, Sid. I can't, I can't make it. That was that was You'll the black, right. and that right there was the blackest moment in the Black Delegates podcast. Right there, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't getting up to be somewhere at six, man. Forget that. Cool. No, nah, it's, it's at seven, so I just had to wake up by six. Starts at seven. Mm, the same. I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking about y'all when I'm up at four, when I'm up at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and y'all be, y'all just. I, I was like, them dudes just be sound asleep over there. <laughs> I mean, why oh, you yeah. always wake up? I see your group messages. I'm like, ooh, Paul sent this at three thirty-four a.m. Heck was he up at three forty-four? Hey, that's why. And that's why I'm up. I'm I've been up by then. That's like after a cup of coffee. Anyway. Oh, no. So what about you, Ryan? How's your week in blackness? Well, my week in blackness was cool, uh, kind of uneventful, but for one thing I wanted to say, man, it is too cold right now to podcast. It's mm-hmm. freezing in St. Louis, uh, what was he in the 20s today, the high was in the 20s, man, that's trash, uh, I know I had to work today, like I said, uh, MLK, normally I have done this since, I don't remember, like as it, the second I had an adult job, I was like, I'll never work on MLK ever. <laughs> and since then, I've always taken off. But this job, I don't have as much PTO, man. And I ran out because of all these dang on snow days. Every time you turn around, a kid's got a snow day. And that's been my designated uh, daddy duties uh, because the wife is a nurse. And so she can't always just be taken off. And I kind of can. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with taking a day off here and there. But uh, as y'all know, so Friday... It was supposed to be a quote-unquote ice storm in St. Louis. It was all, you know, all over the news. Oh, in the afternoon, it's going to be so much ice. Don't leave the house. Don't come back if you're gone. You know, get a hotel room. Buy all the eggs, bread, bread oh, and milk. Man. They always the the, the news uh, crews always show the stores and be like, no bread up yes. there, like at all. Period. Yes, everybody making everybody was making French toast or preparing to, and so I'm sitting at work. It's about one thirty, which is when I usually go to lunch. I go super late to get my day over with quicker, or at least it feels that way. The end of second half of my day. So I'm sitting there. It's raining. The one lady uh, that I share an office with, she said, hey, I got to go because she lived down south. She didn't want to get stuck up here. So I'm like, okay. She called back and was like, hey, it's starting to sleet out here. And I was like, hmm. 
It's like, maybe I should just leave. So at about, mm, you know, quarter till, I was like, let me get up out of here. So I went outside and I was like, yeah, my car all iced up. I'm going to go ahead and leave. Text my boss. and was like, yeah, I'm out. My phone is transferred. Uh, let me know if you need anything. And burnt out. Get home. And I'm sitting around and I'm like, well, nothing's happening. Four o'clock comes. Five o'clock comes. Like, still nothing. <laughs> and it never iced. It never did anything. So kids were out of school the entire day. Wife took off, burned up her little PTO, and nothing happened. So as usual, shout out to the school districts. I'm trying bad to get y'all paid, teachers. But if you ain't finna be at school on these snow days, I can't rep for y'all. Stop calling the schools closed, especially at 4 p.m. the day before because you want to have a longer weekend. Y'all tripping. But shout out to teachers. Um, but oh yeah, say, I forgot about that. Go ahead. I will say the one thing about the teacher pay is you know they I mean they may get two snow days built in, but after that they have to make up those days, so they just add them to the end of the school year. So it's not like when they taking snow days, it's just a free day off uh, the first couple are, but after that you got to make that up anyway. So uh, that should not influence the teacher pay. But like I said, my wife, who is a counselor in the school, she was off that day. Uh, they called it really early. Um, I did go into work, and it it did end up raining like in the afternoon, like maybe uh-huh. 3 or 4 o'clock. It was raining. It was still freezing outside, so it may have been a little slick, but I didn't have any issues with my car. And it definitely, you know, for the school, they would have been to and from school before that stuff started really happening anyway so basically yeah uh, yeah but that that always happens man that's i almost feel like that's a retail thing like that's that's like a, a extra retail holiday or snow days like when the sales are starting to go slow they're like man christmas just happened valentine's <laughs> day ain't for you know another two months we gotta stick something in there so they just stick those snow days to try to sell all the rock salt, like you said, bread, milk, eggs, like <laughs> all of that. They just call the news stations and like, hey, meteorologists, we need a snow day tomorrow. Maybe. Make it happen. Maybe. Yeah. So um, the good news was, which I almost forgot because I didn't write it down, um, I forgot that we had gotten tickets to the Billikens game. St. Louis University was playing Friday night at 6 p.m., uh, I was going with uh, my ministers and my minister brothers, deacon brother, and we was going to hit a game up so we could see it. It was supposed to be about six of us, but only four of us were able to make it. Uh, Who were they playing? ended up being called in to work. Uh, they was playing Dayton. Dayton. Uh, I Dayton. think I saw that yeah. score across. It was like I saw, I saw, yeah, ranked they, number 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, no, they're, they're up there now. They're like in the top 10 now. I saw the uh, yeah, well, yeah, I saw they, the score. I saw the score. Okay. I know what you got. They shouldn't they shouldn't have moved up. They shouldn't have moved up for beating us because it was there was a, at the buzzer. Like they need to chill. Everybody moved <laughs> like, up. Everybody. Anyway, it's a, it's a crazy season, but yeah, everybody moved Somebody up. must have moved down. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but um that was a pretty dope game, man, and uh I have not I hadn't been to St. Louis U for a St. Louis U game. I think the times I've gone it's been just some random game or something. I can't recall what uh, but I've been there before, but I hadn't been there in a long, long time. That court is actually the, it's not as, it's small in comparison to like Memphis, Paul, like it, where we got a real stadium. Oh yeah. And so yeah, it was yeah. kind of strange to be in there and it still be like you at the top, but it's still like, you could see 
very clearly. So um, it was cool. Got a chance to hang out with everybody. Saw a good game. Um, SLU is a terrible free throw shooting team, and they lived up to the hype. They said uh, I was told that they were like the second worst in the country. Oh wow! Uh, in D1s, they were trash. I mean, they went like 18 for 35 or something like that, and they lost the game by one at the buzzer. That explains it right there. <laughs> yep. It. And if they, if your, if your two best players can't shoot free throws, you probably lose a lot of games. So they are, uh, they not bad, man. They, they got some potential. Uh, or you know, if they would hit their free throws, they would probably be straight. But yeah, that other team's pretty nice. Their point guard was uh was uh, showcasing out there on them a little bit with the finger rolls. Hey, it's wide open this year in college basketball, man. I mean, I mean, if you look at, I was looking at the top uh, top twenty five. I mean, it's teams like you like Rutgers is the top twenty five. They said it's the first time since like seventy nine or something like that. Rutgers in the top twenty five. Dayton's in the top ten. Uh, a couple other like just, you know schools you you would never expect, and they they way up there. Seton Hall. I mean, Seton Hall used to be good way back in the day when I was a little kid. But they've been trash for 30 years, and they in the top 10 too, or something like that. So it's, it's man, this this year it's gonna be it's gonna be some no name school is gonna win the championship. I, I feel it. I feel it's happening, man. It ain't gonna be no Duke. It definitely ain't gonna be no UNC because they are awful. But uh, I might um, I've always been opposed to college basketball, but I did see I saw more hook shots in this game from St. Louis U than I have from the uh, entire NBA in the past three seasons. So I might be down because apparently the post game is alive and well. And uh, at least in St. Louis, <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> so I'm about to check them out with the six foot seven center. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, dude was hooking them to six death, seven, and I was like, "That's what four. I'm talking about. It's easy, easy. Just shoot a hook shot." Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, let's see. Uh, oh, Paul has uh, been very quiet on the basketball front. He don't say nothing to me no more. No trash talking. And guess why? Because the Lakers are number one in the West. Guess why he's also not saying anything? Because Lonzo Ball is now clowning like I said he would. And Brandon Ingram is averaging 26 points per game. So, is there anything you would like to say to the podcast listeners or apologize to me? Or just say, hey, Ryan, I know you're right. You really know your basketball. You, you don't know your basketball. You don't know nothing, man. You are, you're a Laker fan, a faker <laughs> fan. They're terrible. If, the, if it wasn't for that city, that team would be god-awful. It would be, it would, it, they would have been closed that franchise down. They're inept. They don't know how to manage themselves. They just stumbled into this. That's all they've done. They stumbled into LeBron. LeBron basically just gifted them and said, hey, I'm going to come over there, help you guys out. And y'all are just basically gonna bend over and take it for whatever I, whatever me and Rich Paul say. That's what y'all are gonna do. And then this whole Pelicans thing, man, man, get the hell out of here! You never followed no Pelicans until this year. And they, they, I only was rocking with the Laker they don't, players. They don't even man. Have a if you was a Laker, look, I'm down. Listen, man, they don't even have a win a record. Look, that's my dudes. Look, man, those dudes, they can be your dudes, but they ain't that good, man. I don't care if they, they need Zion or they don't need Zion. They, they got way more talent on that team to be to be that many games under under 500. So I don't want to hear it, man. Nobody, nobody care about no Pelicans. Lonzo Ball, no Ingram. Ingram still can't do a single bench press. That's it. Not one bench press. This dude been in the NBA with trainers for for years. He's terrible. Bird chest, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Neither could KD. Neither could KD. But guess what? You don't need to lift no weights to get buckets. Ain't that right, Ish? Uh, that is fact. Although right. I think you're insinuating that I cannot lift weights. No, no, I'm not. I'm not insinuating that at all. No. So uh, I'm just looking. Let's see. 20 wins for Memphis and 17 for New Orleans. So not far off from being trash. If uh, if the Pelicans are. 
Still a, okay. still a much younger. I think the Grizzlies have the youngest roster in the league. We got we got Stone Cold. We got we got Ja, man. We 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 rocking, man. I'm rocking with my little team, man. That's no, right. I wish I wish I could watch some Grizzlies games. Be nice, but they're dead to me. Yo, ja, man, right, look, Ja so, ran trying to dunk on anybody, any anybody in the lane. It don't matter if you if you if you six foot ten, seven foot five. He he's he's coming for you, man. That, and that dude little. He like you know he like itches size, man. That dude is. Man, he got some spring in those steps, man. It's it's, it's fun to watch him. Check yeah, it out. You got to remember, but, though, what, um, you know, just talking about those two things, is Zion is coming back. Zion's right. return is near. So Listen, man, Zion on his four I'm gonna bet of, that of, I'm going to bet that they have a better record than the Grizzlies going forward after he comes back. Mm. They got a much more loaded roster. They should. They should. Oh, now they're loaded. Now <laughs> right, they're loaded. Now they're loaded. We don't know what they are. They're trash. They're loaded. I don't know what's going on. That's, they got. They got. Number, they got. They got. No, they got Ingram number one. High number one pick. High. High first round pick. They got Ball. High first round pick. What Ball was three. I mean, they got like yeah. They got like five, six dudes that were all like in the top five picks. Come on, man. What are you? What are you talking about? Also, yeah, was also number two, and I think you said that he shouldn't have been drafted. So I never said there's a lot of Laker hate, but now now all of a sudden they're loaded. No, I just right. I just That's hate cool. three I hate three BB Lavar Lavar Ball especially. I hate all those dudes. But anyway, man, let's move on, man. You ain't give me up. You ain't give yeah, you ain't give me rod up on Martin Luther King Day. I know what's loaded. I know what's loaded, and it's Paul because he's full of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So let's move on to some racist news. Paul, this is your type of news, man. I know sometimes you like to go in blackface. So occasionally, uh, Eureka High School. Here in St. Louis. That's in St. Louis? Uh, students. Yes. Yeah, well, it's close enough. Six Flags. So, yeah. you know, so it's, 25 it's minutes county, or so. Uh, yeah, suburb of St. Louis. Mm. Now, I don't know about you, Ishmael, but when I saw this story, I was like, what? White kids at Eureka High School wearing blackface? What? I can't <laughs> believe it. Is that the same <laughs> thing you thought when you saw this? Uh, No, I can't say that it was. I was just <laughs> like, uh, Eureka, yeah. Makes sense. Of course. <laughs> right, right. So uh, they they actually they videotaped it as uh, these kids tend to do. Two girls and uh, posted it around the around the net. Other uh, other black kids saw it and they said that this is not the first time. It happens all the time, and the teachers do nothing about it. Um, there's actually a uh, I guess she didn't want her identity to be known, which is also crazy. Um, but she was saying that it happens all the time. They tell the teacher, and the teacher will just say, did they mean the N-word in a joking manner? Wow. So, as you can tell, we got problems here, Ish. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about this story? And uh, you said you weren't surprised, but I don't know what else they could do, man. Something, I guess. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not surprised. Eureka, it's actually uh, where Six Flags St. Louis, it used to be called Six Flags over Mid-America, um, some years ago, they went ahead and named it Six Flags St. Louis, even though it's technically in Eureka. But that is considered, you know, kind of the boondocks, you know, when it comes to St. Louis, where, you know, it was far enough out to where, you know, it was cool to go there to Six Flags, but you don't really see black people going and hanging right. out in Eureka at all. Um, you know, I think when I looked at this story, uh, I looked at the letter that the school sent to the families and it kind of reminded me of the one you said uh your daughter's school sent the college sent you know when they yeah, had that racist yeah. incident out there um but 
the story mentions that it didn't say that there was any disciplinary action taken None. against the student. Which, None. if it didn't say that, it's probably because there was no disciplinary action taken. So um, that's what I'm more interested in is to find out, you know, what type of pressure needs to be applied so that this type of stuff is not tolerated. Because like you said, a lot of times those schools will just be like, ah, you know, they probably didn't mean it. Rappers use it. Uh, it was insensitive. Uh, we'll talk I was angry. To them, but I was like, angry. No, it, that should be uh, no tolerance policy for that type of stuff. So, but can they uh, do anything somebody, if they, if, they, if it didn't have? I mean, if it happened on school grounds, that's one thing. Or like you know, at a at a pep rally. I mean, but like if it's at home, I mean, what can they? I, I just don't know what they can do. I mean, I, I feel I, I I agree with the sentiment, but it's like I, I guess maybe they're they're probably I'm guessing they're probably they're elite, you know they're, they they can not do too much because it happened off property. I mean, you can't. You can't control what, what stupid people do on their own free time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, it's just although it, it makes a bad, uncomfortable situation for the, the kids back when they do go back to class or whatever like that. But I guess you can't really control for that, can you? I, I just don't know. Man, if a basketball or football player who was black acted a fool outside of school, and guess what would happen? They'd be suspended or expelled. You may be right. It doesn't you matter. Right. You're a student there. They always say you're representing the school. And if you want to discipline them, you can. You have the right to. But they're, they're not going to because they don't want to. They probably don't think anything happened. Or these girls are the uh, daughters of somebody, uh, uh, you know, higher up in the white community. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's been plenty of times where athletes fight or something out of school and they get suspended or they get some type of repercussion at the school. But even more so, even if you said – okay, this wasn't on school grounds, we can't do anything. Uh, the first quote about this, in, or in this story, it says, it's normal for kids who look like her to say that to kids who look like me without any punishment. They say that this is a right. common occurrence at the school. So this isn't like, if this was an isolated incident, maybe mm. you say, uh, you know, we'll talk to them. But this seems like something that happens both off school grounds and on school grounds. So clearly it's a cultural thing that's going on at the school. Um, but you have to deal with that. Like you have to really want to solve that problem. And it's interesting because my wife and I actually were having this conversation earlier. It was just like she was telling me about someone who, like a white person or white people who have to go to diversity training and how some of them don't want to just because it's uncomfortable. They don't want to <laughs> say something that is perceived as racist or they don't want to be made to feel like they're racist. But it's like you have to be willing to go through that. You can't solve any issues without being made uncomfortable. So right. uh, the teachers, the parents, they may try to avoid it because they don't want to appear racist. They don't want their kids to seem racist. But you, you got to deal with it. Like, look look at it for what it is. Maybe it's not intentional. Maybe it's out of ignorance. But you have to be willing to attack that. You have to see it as a problem. 
All right, y'all convince me. Y'all convince me. I'm never going to Eureka, Missouri. I'm never going to go there. F uh, hey, St. Louis. Six Flags. F, F Six Saint... Flags. No, nah, I don't need no funnel cakes from there. I'm going to go get my funnel cakes <laughs> where, where, where black people hang out. That's where I'm going. At least a giant turkey leg. Oh, man, yeah, looking nuts with that giant turkey leg. Yo, white people, white people love them giant turkey legs. Oh, yeah. White people love them giant turkey legs. I, I don't know what it is, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, hey, let's not act, let's not, let's not act like black people don't love those giant turkey legs there either, man. Let's, let's, I don't know. I only see white people with look, them. I don't see black. My wife, my wife weighs hundred and two pounds on a good day, and she, she when we go to the little music part here, she'll get a, tr- a turkey leg and be tearing it, tearing it up. I'll be like, that, that turkey leg <laughs> weighs half as much as you do. What are you doing? But anyway, <laughs> the turkey legs are good, but really the funnel cakes is really my thing. So if I gotta get called the N word with the hard R. For a funnel cake with some strawberry topping, I'm gonna go ahead and deal with that. No, say no more, fam. I'm, 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 I'm coming over to the house with five funnel cakes and a whole bunch of n words. <laughs> Paul been waiting to say the n word all this time. <laughs> nah, I finally can with no guilt. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Speaking of no guilt, do y'all think Mrs. Meghan Markle, the uh, I don't know what's her what's her title? Is she uh, the, the princess, the Duchess of Sussex. The Duchess she was of Sussex. the Duchess, Duchess of Sussex. Sussex. Okay, but. that's that's crazy uh, title. Shout out to that. Um, <laughs> so she came in, of course, and y- y- y'all know that uh, the royal family was probably not okay with him marrying a black woman. I don't care what nobody say. They can pretend like they were okay with it. Probably not. Uh, also, you know, she's not from there. She's not from there. So you would also have issue with that. You want somebody probably from your country. And now, to make matters worse... Your boy, Prince Harry, is just giving it up. He's just like, I'm done. I don't want to be the prince no more. Mm. Me, and, me and my wife are going to just, just live out our days as commoners. <laughs> as common as you can get when you're Prince Harry. Oh, man. So is this a shot uh, in the eye for the black community? Uh, is the black delegation uh, to blame for him uh, not wanting to hold his privilege any longer? You got a hot take here-ish? Paul? You want me to jump in? No, I'll I'll let you go first, but I will say there is a saying, right? Once you go black, you go black. (laughs) You never go back. You don't want to be the prince no more. (laughs) Yo, yo, look at Prince. Look, 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 Google Prince Harry. This dude, like when he was a teenager, he he went to like some Halloween party with a with a with a swastika on his on his arm, and that was a big like uh, scandal. And now this dude's dating black chicks, marrying black chicks, and and but this is a power move for the black community because Meghan Markle. She said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm marrying this into this family. I'm getting all the titles. I'm getting the money, and I'm making him leave because I'm miserable over here, and probably because they're being racist to her. She's like, I ain't putting up with this mess. Probably. So I'm going. We moving to Canada. I don't know why you're gonna move to Canada in the middle of January. At least wait till like, you know, uh, July to move to Canada. Don't move to don't move to Canada in, in in January. That's freezing, man. But they over there in Canada living the best life." Her husband, they were at like some like was it the Golden Globes a couple weeks ago, and Harry was like putting like he was talking to like the head of Disney, and he he was talking to Jay Z and Beyonce, and he was talking to the head of Disney, and when he was talking to the head of Disney, she was like she does voiceover work. Oh yeah, that's what we're here for. That's the pitch, and there's like, there's audio a clear audio of him saying that to him. So he basically he's trying to get her. They trying to they talk about being self sufficient, you know, making their own money, and that's what they're gonna do. He gonna right. she she like put her to work. Let's go. We gonna we gonna do make our that's own funny. money. So of course, yes, yes, they're self-sufficient, despite the uh, fame and fortune. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they're gonna make. I mean, he, he can. They're they're gonna be comfortable. But he's uh, she wants to work as back as an actress, whatever like that. They're going back to the United States. I mean, this is a power move. This Meghan Markle girl ain't stupid, man. So she she's got the whole thing and and all the 
stuff. You know, all the the media's maybe it's a little bit of firestorm right now, but it, it'll it's all gonna work out, man. But she's she's making a power move. The dude, Prince Harry, is like, hey, man, I'm not I'm not leaving my chick. I stand. I support that, man. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with her. We're gonna work this out, and let's give this a shot. But it sounds like the uh, the mom or the queen, whatever, like that. She's like, oh, this is a one year thing, and we're gonna come back and talk in a year or something like that, and, and y'all gonna come so back she- or something like that. She hit him with that. You just going to sow your royal oats kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know, but but look, but look if, if I'm Prince, if I'm Prince Harry, Meg, I'm like, okay, we can do this year. We can do this like you know one year trial thing. Cause I mean, what's nah? She might be dead in a year. Man, let's be real. Man, that lady like a hundred right. years old, man. So what, what's he to, what, what's he stressed about, man? I mean, like let them go. Let them let them be free, man. He ain't gonna be the king anyway. He's like you know fourth or fifth or sixth in line now because of the kids and all that stuff like that. So he ain't gonna be king. Let him do what he wants, man, and sound, and they can have a good life, man. But it's that's a, that's a power move by Meghan Markle, man. The black lady, I, I give her I give her props for that. I don't even think it's a power move by her. I mean, first of all, I think this is the BET version of coming to America too. It's like coming <laughs> to Canada uh, with them. But I don't. think What if that's what coming to America is? It's really <laughs> just him and Meghan Markle. Wow, this would be genius. Right, but but I feel like I don't feel like it was Meghan. Marco just going there saying like, look, we out of here. I think he saw that his wife was miserable because keep it real, the British press. I think it's, it's crazy. More, yeah, they're crazy. Like the they British people, people and yeah. the British press have been on her more than the royal family themselves. Now, you said the royal family wasn't happy that he married a black woman. I believe that's true. But I feel like they were probably courteous and cool with it. But it's just like the British people. You see, they're going through Brexit which is all about keeping foreigners out. Um, you know, they, they got a lot of issues over there. So I feel like she was just miserable, and Harry was just like, look, you know, like they say, happy wife, happy life. So if she miserable, he miserable. And he's like, you know what? Like you said, I'm not going to be king. Like, let's just dip out of here. And, you know, maybe that'll force the culture. It'll force the family. It'll force all these people to change because sometimes – like you don't really appreciate something until it's gone. So uh, they chilling in Canada right now. In a year, they'll go back, and hopefully, uh, Britain will be a little more prepared for them. But I, I, I wouldn't blame it on Meghan Markle because I mean Harry is his own man, and he wouldn't leave. Uh, he wouldn't just let her make him leave. So I wonder if uh, how she handled it, saying that you know she don't want to be there no more. You think she she kind of was like just didn't say nothing and she was just real polite about it or you think she really put the screws to him was just like we need to go i'm not doing this no more i'm done here how you think she dog had you know she had it look I, look <laughs> if, this, if this is anything like my wife she had a do-rag she had like the, the scarf on and the bonnet on <laughs> at like three in the morning and she was just yelling at him like we is out of here i'm t- i don't want to read no more story about them, uh, them going at my neck about this outfit i had on or my how my my makeup looked or what i mean all that crazy stuff she was like we going to we, we go look she, she got so incensed she was like we going to canada we ain't we ain't going to la it's probably where she wants to be in LA, but she's like, we going to Canada, and let's we going now, and so Prince Harry's like, I guess I gotta go. Hey, we all been there, man. We all been there. we all married. We know what right. it feels like, man. You gotta you gotta do what the wife says sometimes. That's right. I'm still in St. Louis because of my wife. No, yeah, <laughs> so we would have been gone. But I thought y'all, were, I, man, see, well, we gotta get in that one day. I thought y'all were trying to get to the coast, though, man. I thought she wanted to go to the coast more than you did. Hey, she apparently abandoned that idea, so I did what my wife said. Gotcha. I, it's it's yeah, it's tricky. It don't man. matter to me. I'm good. Long as she happy. 
Now, now, right. isn't uh, Meghan Markle, is she, ain't she from Compton or she's from near Compton? I know people have said. Uh, I think she's from the No, she's like from She's from Virginia. She's not from the coast. No, she's, well, she, she grew up in Los Let's Angeles. Her up. dad was like, uh, he was a, a white dude, but he was like a writer or some kind of assistant on like Married with Children. Uh, that was like his like show that he was on. But he was like, you know, one of like the behind the scenes like the you know uh, photography. You know, yeah, director. she is from LA. Okay. Yeah, she's from LA. Yeah, so no, she's from LA. Uh, Konaga, I think it's Konaga like I think it's like Baldwin Hills. It's like a it's like a you know wealthy black enclave. I think that's what it is. Yeah, like, I know I've heard Compton. I didn't know if that was just the Britons being racist and saying was well, if she's from LA, she must be from Compton because she black or whatever. But I feel like she did not pull that power move like I said but she might have pulled the Compton move like somebody might have said something out of pocket and she was like you know what I'm about to ride on this fool let's get the strap and Prince Harry was like no this ain't Compton this ain't America they don't let you get away with that like let's get up out of here Maybe, so. maybe Meghan so. Markle. I I don't I don't think Meghan Markle's that hood. Although her family is her I dad. Know. I remember her dad was like completely the white dude was completely nuts. The mom was straight, but the the dad was like completely nuts before the before the wedding. He was he was in all the papers doing all the crazy stuff. He he he, he, was, he was he was selling her out, man. He was basically like he was trying to be famous. Yeah, yeah. he was he was selling like he was selling her, her you know stories out. You know he probably give her he was probably gonna give him their diary for for like a hundred dollars. I'm like that man dude was crazy, man. Anyway, so she got a crazy family. Prince Harry, we know he got a crazy family. He got he got he got uh, pedophiles in the family. He got you know all kinds of weird stuff in his family. So they just like man, we we gonna bounce, man, we, and we can make our own money. They got look, they gonna have some cooking show on like Bravo or some mess. And you know white people are gonna love that mess. They gonna they gonna have some cooking show or like hang out with the prince and princess. And they'll be straight. They they ain't got to worry about money. They have no a reality way. show about them having a baby or something like that. Oh what? I, can see what? That. I mean, no, it'll probably be more. You know, it'll be like oh, home renovation or some some mess like that, man. <laughs> it, it will be. Yo, home renovation with the prince and and uh, Meghan Markle is uh, hey, a bit much. Flipping a house to a castle, you know, you're turning this <laughs> rundown crib into a castle. All, uh, all I'm gonna say is, uh, Prince Harry, man, while you're up there in Canada, man, just just work on that hairline, brother. I, I, I you know, I, I hope I never have to join in that club, but you, you, you know, you go, you're going a little, it's it's looking a little weak back there in the back, man. The front, for some reason, looks okay, but the back, like we we got to work on that, man. So while you're in Canada, just just hide out for a few months, you know, holler at a, you know, uh, the dude, you know, one of those like surgeons down there in L.A. Get that get that taken care of, man. You should be, you be straight. Don't 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 end up looking. You see how your brother, your brother, the future king, he looks totally washed, man. That dude like it's gone. Yeah, that dude's like yeah. twenty eight years old, and that dude just look, look like he's fifty. So man, get, get work on that dome, man. Get that fixed up. All right, all right. So uh, you know, some of us, unlike uh, Meghan Markle and the Prince, are not able to just uh, retire, give it all up, and and just skate off into the sunset. Some of us, we ain't got enough money to try to retire. So uh, we ran across this story. Uh, last week didn't get to it, so we pushed it off. And now we're gonna bring it to you. A retiree decides to spend the rest of his life at a Holiday Inn <laughs> because he said it's cheaper than the senior home. Now, at first I was just like, "Oh man, that's crazy," but when you really start thinking about it, it's a good idea. This dude said the Holiday Inn costs less than sixty dollars a day, but a senior home costs one hundred eighty-eight dollars a day. So why would you not go to the uh, to the Holiday Inn? <laughs> Probably better service. You get your, your beds uh, cleaned and turned down every night, unlike the senior home, and you don't have to probably worry about the abuse. 
So, uh, what you thinking, Paul? You 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 uh, gonna recalculate the the savings? Yeah, nah, man. The retirement four hundred one k. You can switch it up now. It's a little cheap. Listen, man, I'm I'm a cheap dude. Believe me. We we again, we can have a cheap off any day of the week. I, I put my I put myself up against either YouTube brothers any day. But uh, this is too cheap for even me. I will not be doing this. You will not catch me at the Holiday Inn. Uh, and living out my final, my glory years in the holiday, and that is that is that's completely insane, man. <laughs> yes, it probably is cheaper, but I, I'm guessing there's like no like medical staff, or you know, at the, at the Holiday Inn that's gonna come check on you. I'm guessing there's a little bit more at the at the senior center, man. So so I can't encourage this, but hey, man, the dude's you know, he's trying to be cheap, he's trying to be frugal. I, I get it. You get the room and board, or you get the, the you know clean up. You probably get a little free breakfast or whatever like that. But that's gotta be depressing, man. Look, man, as a person that's traveled a lot in my life and spent many, many, many days and weeks at hotels, I go insane after being at a hotel. Like the first night you get there, and it's, if it's a nice city, you kind of like, oh, okay, you know, I look at the window and there's things to do, you know, I, you know, you, uh, oh, I'm gonna go walk around a little bit, man. By that second day, you're like, man, get me the hell out of here. I want to go home with my family. I guess, if, I guess the holiday is your home. I guess it's different, but. It's depressing being in there, man. It's it's just something different, man. It's not it's not normal. So I I could not I could not do this personally. But but I'm a, I'm gonna that's because you're yeah that's because you're away from home and away from your family. Ishmael, are you okay with chilling at the Holiday Inn? You know what? I think I would be. You know, um, and this story highlights the I mean just the crazy cost. Uh, that we have for these retirement communities uh, where people are going. And this guy actually, I think he made this post in jest, you know, saying that he was going to do this. It wasn't his actual lifestyle that he chose, but he was like, yo, this, this, I should do this because these retirement communities are so ridiculously um, expensive. The hard part, of course, would be, you know, you got to have some type of transportation because you can't just stay in that room forever the holiday inn you know they they're gonna rent out um so you're probably gonna have to switch hotels which would make it inconvenient you know but maybe if you get like three different ones that you can just bounce between as long as they not filled out uh filled up maybe to work it out but i mean that would be the life you got a maid you got maid service every day yep. you don't ever have to wash dishes um you know, it just seemed like it'd be cool. You can meet interesting people every day. And you said maybe there's no medical staff, but I'm sure the housekeepers are multi-talented. A lot of those people, <laughs> you know, come over there. They may, you know, maybe they had a crack problem and they lost their medical license, but they had some medical training at some point. So I think I will be okay <laughs> with the housekeeper, uh, you know, taking the care of my medical needs. Yo. Yo, I don't want the housekeeper who used to have a crack problem providing my medical treatment. I don't, hey, think, I don't uh, think you have a choice. <laughs> right. No, I'm good. I'm good. It's no, all about save, hey, saving saving little right. cash, man, you know. Uh, you're going to be even more jacked up than, than you was when you first got hurt. Well, oh, but here the thing is, is, you know, a lot of this probably depends on the election because if we get – a progressive candidate maybe you got universal health care and then you don't need to go to louisa the former crack addicted doctor instead you could just go to the hospital yo i'm out here i'm talking to right wing white people on a regular basis and they ain't down with that <laughs> i'm just telling you right now we ain't finna have no universal health care ever they do not care uh i don't know 
that healthcare is one of those things, and not to get into a you know huge debate on that, but healthcare is one of those things like Social Security or retirement or Medicaid, where people fought hard against it in the beginning, but then once they get it, like they realize it's actually pretty cool and it's hard to give up. So even with Obamacare, you know, white people fought tooth and nail against that, but once it was actually implemented, you see Trump and you know, these folks having a hard time repealing it because so many people are on it and, you know, they got the preconditions done away with and all of that. And they're like, yo, there's a benefit to this. So I think you can, once you, I if hope. you can get it implemented, it'll stick. I hope, hope you're right. Cause at this rate, uh, I feel like we all going to be just homeless once we get to 60, 65. Hey, all right. Y'all could be homeless. I'm going to be at the holiday Inn. I'll be at the motel late because it's even cheaper. <laughs> Extended oh, stay, baby. Oh man! And then you got bed bugs. Oh, you got bed <laughs> bugs. Yeah, you got, you got dead bodies out in the in the parking lot. Right. Nasty. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Ishmael, we checked out this video prior to uh, the show uh, to check out your your hang gliding man. I know you are uh, the action hero of the podcast. Have you? Gotten a chance to hang glide like this man uh, in said video. I have not gotten a chance to hang glide. Hang gliding is something that I probably would do. Uh, of course, listeners, check the show notes. We have a link to the video that we're talking about. Uh, but this is a guy, Chris Gursky is his name. And he and his wife, you know, with last name Gursky, He's a Caucasian fellow, not a black person, but still an interesting story nonetheless. But uh, Chris Gursky and his wife Gail, they went to Switzerland uh, on vacation. And Chris was like, you know what I always wanted to do is I always wanted to hang glide. And apparently Switzerland is, you know, like the mecca of hang gliding. Or they're oh, known yeah. for oh, really? uh, well, hang mountains. gliding. Oh, really? It's just all any place with mountains. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a lot of white people in a lot of mountains. You're gonna have hands. <laughs> right. So sounds, sounds like that's the place. Two places you need things you need to have right a lot of hang ingredients gliding. for some hang gliding. But uh, yeah, so this guy decided to go hang gliding. You know, it was his first time doing it. You can imagine if you've ever been bungee jumping or um, zip lining or anything like that, or jumping out of airplane. I'm sure he's nervous, but he built up the courage to do it and. Like Paul said, you're in these mountains, so he has a guide with him. It's not like they just give you a hang glider and say, go jump. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you got somebody who's operating the hang glider, and they're supposed to tether you onto them, and you run, you That's... jump off the cliff, and boom, you're up there. In this situation, the hang glider operator forgot one critical step. There, there's really only one critical step when it comes to hang gliding. <laughs> That's to make sure right. you're attached to the hang glider. Right. But the operator did not, um, what do you call that little, the hook thing? Yeah, harness the carabiner or whatever it's called, the little hook. Yeah, so he did not unhook Mr. Gursky's harness and put it to himself or to the hang glider. So they run, they do the countdown, they run, they jump off this hill and that's when he realizes he never secured <laughs> Gursky to himself or to the hang glider. So this dude is literally 
hang gliding for his life. Like he's got one arm on the the wheel of it, then he's got the other arm around the operator's back. And initially, they're not that high off the ground, but you know, uh, a, not for long. <laughs> yeah, the operator realized it immediately. Like I guess he was like, "Why is this dude hanging on me so weird?" So he realized it, but he couldn't navigate it down and land immediately. So they go over this hill, and I mean, they're how high do you think they are, Paul? They're oh, a they are feet. They're, they're all, yeah, hundreds, no, of feet, they're thousands of feet up in there from from yeah, from, from where they actually land at. They're, they're that's thousands of feet. That's thousands. That's easily eight thousand yeah. feet. Easily. Yeah. Once they get over that, over those trees and stuff like that. Yeah. They. Yeah, they're probably a couple thousand feet up, and this dude has no nothing holding him up. He's literally holding with one hand, you know, on the hang glider and one hand on the man. So, uh, Ryan, like, what do you think? How do you think you would react in this this situation? I know you probably wouldn't go hang gliding, but if you found your way in this situation, like, what would you do? I was just going to say, dog, I can't even fathom being in this situation because I would never go hang gliding. Ever. Under no circumstances would I go, man. Some white people stuff. Uh, y'all can keep all that. If we was meant to fly, we'd have wings. Um, or, you know, buy an airplane. Something, get a ticket. You know, Southwest got some good prices. Look out the window. I don't need to do anything to, to pretend that I'm flying myself on a small piece of uh, nylon. Dumb. <laughs> Paul, you into this kind of stuff? I am not. Kind of look, as, as a person who, who literally just signed up for a, life in, a new life insurance policy so my family can have money when I die, uh, and they one of the things they asked you was like, do you engage in any kind of like risky behaviors? And one of the things they specifically ask in there is hang gliding. And if I, if I said yes, they probably were going to either deny me or charge me a lot. So I'm never doing this. Right. Uh, and I'm never doing it, especially at this video. But all I know is, yo... This dude, that the, the the pilot dude that didn't strap me in, oh, he is catching the the, the beatdown of a life whenever I <laughs> whenever I, I I see him again. Like like he should have beat him down mid flight while he was hanging off for his dear life. Like like that's probably all I'd be saying while I'm hanging on there. Like I'm hanging off for my dear life, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> that's what all I would think. Now, do you think so? They have this literally the whole thing. It took about. He said two minutes, minutes and fourteen. Yeah, he, said, he said two minutes fourteen seconds. What he, what it says in the little the little uh, his little notes. That's how long he had to hold on yeah. for. So do you feel like you could hang on for that long in that type of situation? If Man, it's life know, or death, do you feel like you could hang you, on? You know, I've actually like uh, so I got to pull up. I got the pull up bar like out of my garage. And so I've done a little bit of like just just hang just just try hanging and just hang still and about probably about two and a, two and a half minutes is my max. But that's just like in my garage. You know, no stress, just just sitting there, no movement, hanging on on a moving paraglider. Because at first you see the dude like on the video, he's like he's got one hand on the like you know the axle where the you know the part where he's supposed to land, it, and the other hand is on the back of the of the pilot. But right. then he he realizes pretty quickly like okay well, you know I'm not hooked on somehow somehow he finally realizes I'm not hooked on, and then he's kind of like sli- his hand is like slide down like he's trying to grab. Because he would be leg. hanging because he would be hanging hanging parallel to the ground if he yeah, was. He got he was all that down. weight. Like if you yeah, harness literally in, hanging. you don't have all that weight. But you get you you're not harnessed. You got a hundred percent of that weight on those hands on those arms. Yeah. So I mean, two two minutes. I mean, I don't on a on a thing that's moving. And plus, let's be real. I, 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 two seconds after I realize I'm not harnessed and I'm hanging on to, I'm shitting myself. Like I'm, <laughs> I, 
uh-uh. I feel bad for the people right, below time me. Timestamp: fifty-five seconds. Erase cursing. Look, hey, uh, look. I, I'm sorry. Uh, there's right. gonna be there's gonna be like a a a, 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 a small natural disaster right below wherever <laughs> I where I fly at because I am definitely defecating myself right there. That's all I can tell you, man. It's, it's even if I had nothing eaten like three days, it's still coming out right then. Like, oh man, what, what's gonna? I don't want to die. No. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, man, yeah. They yeah, could, could not be me. Did, he uh, suffered injuries. I know he, he said, tore his bicep, you know, from yeah. holding on that long. Like, that was. And he's, and he's and like, if you look at the video, he's not a skinny dude. Like, he's got, you know, he's got like a, just a, 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 a schlubby looking, you know, middle aged, you know, white dude. Schlubby. But he's, you know, he's got to be at least. 230, 240, man. I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm a buck 60 and I'm, I'm fairly muscular, but. To be, you know, two thirty and not really in shape and hold on that long in that kind of situation, man. I mean, hey, man, that, uh, God is good, adrenaline's good, something, man. But that, that's that's pretty amazing to be able to hang on like that. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan feels like I got a Superman complex. One thing I know I would not have done is lasted that whole time hanging on. What? I mean, the oh pilot my God, did. You admitted it. Okay. Yeah, the pilot played a role because the pilot grabbed him and tried to hold him. But my grip yeah. strength is trash. Y'all know I. You know, broke my wrist. I done had some wrist problems. So my grip strength in general has never been all that great. Uh, so for me to try to hang on that long, like, no, nah, it wouldn't happen. If I survived that, it would have just been me falling out the sky and landing on the right tree or something like that. But this dude, yeah. uh, got to give him his props. Now, the thing that did kind of bother me, and uh, this is because this actually happened like 2018. Uh, so this happened over a year ago but what brought it back into the news is he recently went hang gliding again like he went home he recovered with that same dude and he said he wanted to do it again like he was gonna go back and so he went back i believe this past november and he actually did it again this time he was harnessed correctly he didn't go back to the same dude because that pilot ended up getting like locked up um, but wow. Gersky did go back. Man, he did live it's out. It's not that serious. Nobody got hurt. He shouldn't be uh, locked up. Man, is that serious? serious gotta, yeah, I mean, we gotta have some. We gotta have some forgiveness, man. It wasn't on purpose. Dude didn't try to kill him or nothing. And he did the best he could. He just made a mistake. You ain't gotta be locked up for. Man, it. you had, you had look like they say you have one job, one job, <laughs> and that is to strap this man onto the the thing in which you're about to fly with him on. That's that's the one job. You, it, you can do anything else, and we'll give you. A pass. Hey, the wind was blowing. It, it took you off course. You you fell into some trees, whatever. But you got to harness the man into the thing. That's the one thing you got to do, man. And he did not do that. So no, he gets an F. Yeah, no, no I mean, E for like effort. Criminal there. negligence. Exactly. Get to exactly. harness them in. Like that's whatever. I mean, you you can be forgiven. Ultimately, he didn't die, but you still got to do that jail time. But related to this, kind of like going back to the, the, the Six Flags stuff, yo, man, do you ever go to like a music park and you be thinking like, okay, I'm about to get on this like crazy roller coaster like that. And the dude that's like strapped me in is like some, some kid that's like 16 years old and like distracted playing with his phone. And he just comes over here and does like a little quick, like two second little thing. Yep. And he's doing yeah, like 50 true. people. And I'm like, how safe can this really be? Because like, do, do I really trust this, this like 14 year old kid with acne? That's paying no attention. And I can, and, and, and you know, do I really trust him with like he's he he knows what he's talking about? No, he doesn't, man. It's like, it's just it's just amazing. We 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 put our hands in, in uh, we put our trust in in people that are clearly not qualified. 
And just because the dude can hang glide, don't mean he's don't don't mean he's you know thorough and about that man. This dude's uh, that was a clear violation right there, man. Anyway, yo, you go to another country with no laws or well some laws, but not <laughs> the laws of your country. Um, don't expect things to go right. You know, you you stupid for even getting on something over there. What's wrong? Oh, with you? no, Switzerland, man. They got. I mean, it's it should be pretty safe, yeah. but that yeah, that was that that but, did not work yeah, out. Like right. it's a third world country. Like it's like no. Do they have an army? They do have no. an army. They have a Swiss army knife. How do you not have a Swiss <laughs> army? <laughs> they don't. They don't. They literally. That's their army. Is that knife? Like if anything happens, they all just pull out knives. That's they've got. They look. I've seen them in the trains. They got an army. They also send uh, the people that so, uh, guard the pope. The, the the pope. There's like some kind of deal between Switzerland and the Vatican, and they send really? like uh, sixty Swiss guards. I think it is to guard the pope. Uh, you know, around the clock. Swiss so that's guards. that's like his security detail. Swiss soldiers. So yeah, they got they got an army, man. Yeah, I've seen them in the train stations. Put some respect on man. their name, man. Put some respect on their yeah, name. Yeah, man. They, they, they be sitting there like drunk. They wear berets. And, they be sitting there drunk and uh, dr- drunk and smoking cigarettes in the train station all the time. They cool. I don't respect any army in another country that don't wear berets. Do they wear berets? Uh, they do not wear berets. The French do, but they don't mm, wear berets. So well, we wear berets, man. I know, cause we gangsters. Okay. If you say so, I don't like that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not digging the beret, man. Give me the old hat. Not, I want the baseball hat. Really? <laughs> hey, anybody wear berets, man? They about their life, and they gonna do some illegal stuff to do it too. No Geneva Convention involved. <laughs> When I when I was in the army, we just had the baseball hat. But now they they've gone to the berets. I guess yeah, that's how it goes. Nice. All right, what's our next story? Next story. Rest in peace, Tupac. Tupac back. <laughs> so there's a Tupac statue uh, that was erected in where supposedly we supposedly Dallas. We're not really sure. Supposedly Dallas, but we're not really sure where this statue is, uh, based on Dallas. this article. They said it's not. They said it was in Georgia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Statue used to sit uh, outside of an art center in Georgia. Who knows? We don't know where this is. They claim it's in Dallas, but people are questioning that. But overall, it's just that there's a Tupac statue. And, Paul, you sent this story. Or uh, who put the story up? Ish, was this you? It was me. It was me. Okay, it was Paul. Okay, my bad. And so... I took a look at this photo, man, and uh, the internet is not with it, and neither am I, sir. (laughs) This is the worst statue likeness I've ever seen in my life. You could have said this was anybody. Gandhi, E.T., it, I don't know. It's, it's, it looks like the young cream wheat dude. Like if the cream wheat dude was like eighteen, <laughs> this is what it would look like. That's what, that's what it looks like, man. Uncle Ben. Uh, that's it. Would he take his hat, his chef hat off? Yeah, like a, like a twenty-four year old Uncle Ben. That's what it looks like, man. <laughs> For some reason, but yo, it does not look like Tupac at all. I don't know why he's in a suit. I don't. I don't. Yeah. And some he's got boot cut jeans and on. A vest. A vest and a, and a boot cut jeans. I, I don't get it, man. Like it doesn't look good. And he got a book. And he got a book in his hand. Well, you know, Come you, on, you, got, you got to spit knowledge, man. You got you, you get knowledge from the books to spit to the children, man. So I'm, I'm going to give him the pass on that. But the the face looks terrible. And it reminded me of, have you all ever seen the Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, the soccer player? Have you ever seen his statue in his hometown? If you, uh, I haven't seen that statue, no. Google Google Cristiano Ronaldo statue and just see, see the face, man. And you will, you, will see, you, you will get a laugh out of that. But it, it, it's not a very good statue either. It's, it's actually, it's more it's even worse than this Tupac statue, but... Yeah, man. <laughs> Tupac gotta take an L on worse. this. One. I don't know if it could be worse. Uh, it, is it is worse. It's it way is worse. worse. It's way worse. It's way worse. Trash. Yeah, that's a trash. 
First of all, it don't look like him. Second of all, it it, it, it could be like a SpongeBob character. Yeah, this was yeah. His face looks like totally like the dude is like you know good looking dude. But the dude the, the statue looks totally nothing. And that's like the statue they commissioned on his like the his home island like where he's from. He's like you know the the most famous person ever from that <laughs> island. And that was a statue they commissioned for their most famous resident. And he has to sit there and, and pose beside it. And it's like you know this tra- you know he's like what, what the hell were y'all that thinking? That happens. That happens when you put a lot of faith in the artist and you just give them the job, yeah. kind of pay them half, and then you wait another half, and then you be, they be like, all right, it'll be done when it's done, and you don't go back and check right before the unveiling, and you're like, dang, this is trash, because you got to be careful on somebody doing some sculpting, man. But yes, this is this is pretty terrible. But I, yeah, yeah, I, want, I really want, I want Tupac Ish, and Ronaldo. I want an Ish hot take on this because we know Ish is the resident Tupac fan in the group, and so I just want to know, what do you think about your goat now? What, is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> that ain't my king, cause that ain't Tupac. Like that, <laughs> I think that dude just made a random black person. Um, uh, what do you call it? Statue. He just made a random black person statue and just sold it to them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make a Tupac statue, cause that looked more like uh, Mahershala Ali or. Um, somebody else uh that could be that could be any random black person like that looks like you fit the description like that's just a police statue of a black dude but it's definitely not <laughs> tupac shakur right yo i'm gonna i'm gonna put this picture in the group chat this is exactly what the tupac statue should look like and there's no other statue that you could do a tupac outside of this one y'all see that Hold on, pull him now yeah Ain't that what you think about when you think about Tupac? <laughs> yes, spitting, spitting at the camera. If you make a statue with Tupac, he gotta be one. He probably should be shirtless. He has to have a do rag tied around his head like that, and uh, preferably he would be spitting on somebody. So I don't know how you would simulate the spit with a sculpture, but however it is, maybe water coming out of his mouth like a fountain. They could do that, and you know that's how you should do it, man. Tim's sagging. Boxers showing no shirt, spitting with you know water from the fountain coming out of his mouth would be more appropriate for two. <laughs> with water coming out, <laughs> Yo, you gotta statue. do the water coming out, yeah. Oh, and if you want to, you can take pictures with Tupac spitting on you. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I mean, I know the dude is culturally significant, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of weird on this whole like uh, statues for you know hip hop artists, man. Like they, I mean, they, they. They, they they did some dope lyrics. We all like their music, but I don't know. I don't know if I need statues. I don't know if I need a Jay Z. I don't even know if I need a Nas statue, man. I'm cool on all that, man. I don't, you know, that's not really. I guess they're heroes, but they shouldn't be like statue heroes. I don't know. It's weird. This statue is like the bastard child of Sam Cassell and Lamar Odom. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah, what yeah, this yeah. looks like to me. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There, there was a funny Lamar Odom story in the in the news. We don't want to talk about that because Ron will probably bleep that out too. So we'll, we'll skip over that one. I'm, I have no uh, qualms with it. Go for it. You want? To, okay, you, you didn't hear like I guess there was like some reality show uh, that Lamar is on now with his wife, new wife or whatever like that. And I guess she's got like some kind of like app on her phone that lets him know when Lamar's looking at porn, and then she comes over there and like basically takes it away from. Him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the internet was going nuts because they were like, "Man, let that man live!" But also, like, you, come on, Lamar is—he's is, still got millions. Like, you, you think he can't afford another phone? <laughs> come on now. Who, so who's doing this? His wife. Really? She ba- that's, that's because he, he's, he's got addiction. He's, he he's, admitted he's an that he has an addiction, so clearly yeah. he 
you know, wants her to do that. Right. I think the question is, Paul, if your wife did that to you, how often would you have a phone? Would you even have a phone anymore? Yeah, it'd be going on every five seconds. But, 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 you know, the wife should really worry about Lamar. Like, if he goes back to Vegas and like, you know, hangs up the cat house, yeah, right? Hangs out in the Don't brothel the for like, yeah, and and's doing crack in the brothel for like six days. That's what she needs to worry about. The porn, right. the porn, porn hub, is like, Lisa. That's not a big deal. <laughs> but that may put that that brothel activity in his head. He sees, you know, certain video that put it in his mind. Now he's trying to go back out there. So, you know, yo, I need to know who went and married uh, Lamar Odom at this point. Oh, that's some sloppy seconds, G. That's some sloppy Still forty thirds, man. That's some that's sloppy forty thirds right there, brother. <laughs> that just proves that when you're rich, man, it don't matter. Oh man, you're straight. Listen, man, there's there's some lady trying to knock down Harvey Weinstein right now. This dude looking old and crippled, and, but he still got some <laughs> money on him. So you know they they're gonna do it, man. It's just how just how it goes. Yeah, and not even not even just money, but fame also, because it'd be oh, some notoriety, not, not even fame. Dudes. Yeah, no, yeah. O.J. Simpson, O.J. Look, O.J. Simpson, man, look, I, I look at O.J. Simpson on Twitter. That dude, he's nuts, man. He's absolutely like he he wearing the Mahomes outfit, the full Mahomes outfit the other day, putting little Twitter videos out there, man. That dude's nuts, and I guarantee he still gets plenty of women. <laughs> Yo, Lamar, Lamar Odom looking black as Bernie Mac on these pictures. What happened? Where he been at? He, he's he, been he's, he's a human backwood. That's what he is. He's a human black and mild. <laughs> man, he, can, he getting dark. He getting he, well. Oh, girl, look cute, but she also look like she might stab you. So that's kind of, that's the that's the best ones. Back. That's the best ones right there, man. <laughs> the best cat. Yeah, that's the best ones right there. I guess so. All right. Well, uh, Ishmael, if they need dating advice to find a girl like Lamar Odom that'll take them back after a uh, long weekend of binging on uh, cocaine and uh, ladies at the cat house. Where can they email Paul? <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just go over to his crib. Uh, but if you want to hit Paul up to find out his dirty secrets or if you want to find out the best way to hide porn from your wife, Mr. Lamar Odom, you can hit him up at Box Wine Poppy on Twitter. If you want to hit up the Black Ryan uh, to get on the prayer wall so he can forgive you for right. your uh, bad habits, you can hit him up at the Black Ryan on Twitter. Or you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at ishcreates. That's I-S-H creates. If you want to hit us up as a collective, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. You can also hit us up on our Facebook page or you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. Paul, people want to help out the show. What should they do? Go out there. Rate us and review us. Give us five stars. We'll take four. Uh, but we prefer five. If you give us three or less, uh, I'm sending Ish over there to fight you. That's what we're going to yeah. do. I got them hands, too. Yep. Twenty. Uh, and also tell a friend, man. Let us know. If you, if you like the show, you, you feel what we're talking about, you, you hear this nerdy stuff we're talking about, just our daily lives, the, these these uh, crazy little stories we find out there and talk about it. Tell a friend. Say, hey, man, these dudes are, these dudes are fun. They like talking about weird stuff. You like listening to weird stuff. <laughs> let's, let's meet up. Let's link. Let's get weird together. Yeah. Ryan, you got any five words for us, man? Yes, whether it be uh, porn, cocaine, heroin, uh, weed, the weed, <laughs> you can always find a woman broken enough to take you in. That's sad. Oh. Shout out to Lamar Odom. I thought she was about Y'all can to. do better. 
Thought she was about to drop off your uh, Google voice number. He's like, hey, if you need cocaine, weed, like, hit me up. <laughs> I was like, no. Dang. No, I was, I was trying to uh, discourage. Ryan's side hustle from growing. This. Let's, let's do better, y'all. Do better. It's 2020. If anybody should be single, it should be Lamar Odom. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Ain't no Lamar Odom. Let him get it. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll Catch y'all next, next week. week. Peace.